Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something shaked. I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm the hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny. I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She, like, hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> uh -huh. It wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. Been a while. Yeah, I've um, yeah, I've been dealing with the the death of my mother. Mm -hmm. Sorry. So, yeah, it sucks. Um, so that pulled me away from things for a while. Mm -hmm. um, you try to get back in the the swing of things. Yeah. How long ago was that? Oh, God. <laughs> Yesterday and a year ago. Um, when was it? I find myself going to the calendar because I it's okay. can't make sense out of it. Um, it was a silly question anyway. No, it's okay. I mean, I, I kind of want to remember. But it was, it was, um, mm -hmm. um, I believe might be wrong, but <clears throat> just under a month ago. But I wanted to, I mean, grief be its, being its own thing, I wanted to come back and just um, engage in this process in a more, uh, a, a slower way. I think that part of what happened when I first started is that I was feeling a lot of urgency to deal with some 
some big things before I'd established any trust in the system, before I got used to doing the work myself as a client. And that just set off, that just triggered a whole bunch of other stuff. So I, I see that I need to kind of meet myself where I am a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Slow down. So I had this thought, like, I noticed that when you start sessions with a meditation, I'm already triggered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, something about that already has me off to the races. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm curious about that. Okay. Well, yeah, we can, we can examine that if you'd like. Yeah. Let's look at that. Um, so I've probably never started a session without a minute of meditation. So now I'm feeling, <laughs> although, although I do, you know, I do prep for the calls and I do have some mental and physical kind of preparation that I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really I do it for me as much as anyone else. Yeah. So. And, and it's fine in like, it should be okay. Uh, so that's what makes me kind of curious as to like, why am I already having parts like very uncomfortable and upset and on the defensive because you would like to start the session that way? Yeah. Oh, it's a, uh, there's a lot that goes on right away. Yeah. Uh, that I, th I think is kind of interesting. And I think it's relevant to all, all the stuff that I ultimately kind of, want to work on yeah yeah so i'd love to investigate that with you and yeah also, so then there's this question uh, is whether should we have one or should we do it or not right like there's this <laughs> yeah well i would like to request that i at least get to and if and if we want to call that <laughs> me going to the bathroom for a minute you know and be on mute and you can do whatever <laughs> No, it's great. It's totally fine. I was, I was completely prepared to go ahead and have it happen so that I could, like, I'm just watching myself already with the anticipation of it. And then, you know, I'll watch myself as we're doing it. So yeah, I mean, I, I totally had every intention of like going ahead and doing it with the full recognition that it was going to set everything off, you know? So yes, please take your minute. I'm going to have a minute of meditation for myself and <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to feel comfortable doing whatever it is you want to do. If, if it, if that's being silent, that's fine. If not, that's fine. If you want to imagine that our call starts in one minute, whatever, whatever you okay. want to do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, sure. Any parts you'd like to explore today? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, well, I, I'm just aware of like, I don't know, maybe 10 different parts that are involved with the discomfort of that minute of meditation. Um, and I don't know which one is going to want our attention. I seem to you know, have this parade. It's a cascade. 
that gets set off, you know, it goes by very fast. And so it's hard to identify one. Okay. Well, if you want to just start listing whatever you, you know, whatever you feel like came up and I, I got my, my notepad here and. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll try not to uh, spit out too quickly so you can get them all down. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a feeling of being set up to fail somehow by being asked to do this thing. So there's a part that feels set up to fail. There is, I think that part points to the one who might be most uncomfortable with the meditation itself which is like a kind of adolescent part that is very rejecting of all things woo woo. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's also a part that's just uncomfortable, like feeling like I don't know what to do there. Mm-hmm. Has some idea that there's something I should be doing and I don't know what it is. So. That's another reason I'm set up to fail. So we've got two parts that like are why I'm going to fail at meditation. I'm at the the minute meditation. I'm going to fail because some part of me doesn't like the woo woo and another part of me just doesn't know what I'm doing. So right there I'm, you know, meditation, that minute is not going to go well for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then I'm kind of defensively annoyed that I'm being put in a position of, being set up to fail. That's the first part again. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, I, you were, you know, very explicit about, you know, whatever, you don't have to meditate. I need it. It's fine. So I watched like the blank part come in that we had explored a while back. Mm-hmm. So let me just uh, hang out while you did whatever you needed to. So the blind part came in and always thinky part, always figuring it out part. Just, you know, in charge of noticing and organizing and figuring out what's going on with all these other ones. Right. I think that might, that might, be at least the most important ones, the one I'm like most aware of. Okay. That's a nice little handful. It is. (laughs) It is. It's a wonderful handful. (laughs) I'm not really sure which one. They all seem important. I mean, they're all important. important. Yeah, right. We need to get to know all of them. I have a suggestion about which one might go first. Awesome. I'd love that suggestion. Um, I'm thinking sometimes when I think about protectors and sub protectors and exiles, I kind of picture an onion or actually in IFS, they often talk about garlic. Garlic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I see the, the figuring it out kind of part as maybe the least emotional or maybe the most kind of outward, um, Mm -hmm. I imagine that's kind of the paper on the outside that is that wants to yeah sum all this up and and have its have its story about it all. 
Yeah. Well, it wants to, I get overwhelmed. So it helps me order things. Right. Um, but yeah, it's also kind of a way of keeping all of that emotion, not just ordered, but kind of at bay, just a little distance from it all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so it helps you keep it ordered and it helps and it might help just kind of reduce the intensity of, of the emotion. Yeah. I mean, I think my, my figure it out part is, um, you know, what's ironic is the figure it out part can become very overwhelming because it can become like compulsive and repetitive and like mm-hmm. energy sapping. But I think it's intention. I think my, mm-hmm. my figured out part has figured out for itself about itself. <laughs> that, uh, it is, it is to, it's the, 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 most helpful way of keeping me from being overwhelmed, which is something that happens to me. So, you know, I think its primary function is to keep me from getting overwhelmed, getting overwhelmed with sensation, with feeling, with thoughts, with parts, with whatever, like it all stays ordered and a little bit distanced. And then I'm not thrown into chaos. Yeah. So I'm a fan of my figured out part until it becomes, yeah. Uh I mean, there have been times when it's been really like hijacked my whole system and really made things difficult. But I think we've, that's a part I've actually um, maybe done some work with already and have a little more self-leadership with. Awesome. Doesn't take over quite as much now and again. Yeah. But so Right now, how are you feeling towards it? Uh, yeah, no, I, I like... I like my figure it out part mm-hmm. at the moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'll ask, I'll try to maybe ask another way because sometimes when we feel like we like a part that mm. that can be code for, we are blended with the part, you know, so it can be tricky yeah. to, to know if where that liking comes from. So you might just check to see where that liking comes from. One way to check is to kind of see if that, feels like it comes from the head or from the heart. Is it the, you said already that the figuring out part had itself figured out. And yeah. So, yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. I just, think, mm-hmm. I think it, it is maybe coming from the part because it's like, it, even as I said, I, I like it. And then I said, right now, you know, it was like a pros and cons mm-hmm. of like, well, I like it when it's doing this, but you know, I don't like it when it does it. So it was, you know, kind of figuring out when I, when I do and don't like it um, and deciding, deciding that right now I like it. Yeah. 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 Does that all make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. All right. So yeah, I guess thinking of ways to access that figuring out part, Maybe, maybe just directly asking it if it will maybe unblend some, if it feels like it's blended. And just, uh, you might think about it being in front of you in space or kind of pull up a chair for it, ask it to, to kind of sit across from you so you can get to know it rather than... Well, yeah, I mean, I'm like just sitting in the, I'm just sitting in the idea of unblending from it. 
in a kind of wide eyed amazement because when when it gets super activated when it does start to become become kind of compulsive that is when i'm most able to nowadays unblend because it's it's doing something so extreme and it's like oh yeah okay i see you right right yeah right? yeah but like the the fact that i live in it right. a lot you yeah. know it's kind of the water i'm breathing so much of the time yeah. It's like, and I really relate with that. I just want to share with you, you know, I know yeah. even in IFS, I often hear practitioners who, um, every time the word think comes up, well, I think this, I think that they'll, they'll hit the brakes and say, well, if you think it, then you're not in self. And I've gotten really hung up on that as saying, well, what am I not supposed to think? You know, like, yeah, what is, what is figuring out? If figuring out is, is thinking, if figuring out is just, uh, you know, attending, then it sounds a lot like self in a way. Yeah. So, so yeah. And yeah. when it's, when it's doing, when I'm living kind of in that figured out energy or more analytical energy, headiness, whatever you want to call it. It's really subtle. Like I, 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 none of the ideas that you gave me for unblending it from it quite resonated for me. And I'm really at a loss as to how to unblend from. Mm -hmm. Well, from we have that. other techniques and, and another is just, if it's just to allow me to speak with that part. Yeah, I mean, I, let's start that way. I really would like to unblend from it. I think it's so funny because when you first were like, well, let's get in touch with the thinky part. And I was like, why? <laughs> I was like, I'm fine with that part. Like, I don't have a problem. And, and I realized like, oh no, this is, this really is, you know, kind of that, that outermost layer that in, if I can't unblend from this, unless it's super activated, then where else, then, you know, it's going to be doing everything else. You know, any yeah. other work we do is going to be done by that part. Right. Yeah. So, so I really want to unblend, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how, so let's, we can do some we direct access. We, we could do that. We can also try just one, you know, one other way of just, you know, the basics of feeling where it is in your body. Seeing if you can identify where that energy kind of comes from or I mean it's heady it's you mm -hmm. know almost almost on metaphorically on the nose by being you know at the top of my head mm -hmm. you could try you know thinking of it or asking it to to go to another room or to go um in a room and you're outside that room looking through the glass there's like a, 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 I don't know who, but someone in here is scared to unblend. It's like, I don't even know who I am aside from this, which is ridiculous because I know that there are times when I am not in this as much. Like I know that there are times that I'm coming much more from a heart center place or a, just a more present, less 
cognitive place. But in now in this moment, when I'm being asked to unblend from it, there's just this panic of like, I don't know who I, I don't know what's left. Like, I, I don't, can I unblend from this and be, and be a thing? Yeah. That's a, that's kind of powerful to see how over-identified with that I am and how, yeah, I kind of knew that, but I don't think I realized it to what extent, you know, mm-hmm. or I thought I was further along in separating from it than maybe. <sighs> yeah. Well, and I also hear that part that's, um, evaluating, um, how further, how far along you are. And I just want to put out there that, um, it's normal to be, to be one way at one time and another at another time. So, you know, I know it's all of us, I think can, can see this journey as it's got a beginning and an end and, there's a percentage that we're along the way. And I think that really it's a, it's a series of, of points all over the map that, you know, sometimes we're in it, sometimes we're not, sometimes we're overwhelmed, sometimes we're not. And it's, it's hard to evaluate in the moment compared to. (laughs) And I'm so blended with it. Mm-hmm. that it's like trying to figure out, like it's, it's trying to figure out, like, am I just in this because there's something about this therapy that mm-hmm. has me in it? Or mm-hmm. is this where I'm living all the time? So at least I'm watching that and going, Oh, that's it. Like, um, and that's figuring, like, that's me figuring that's the figure it out part turning and trying to figure itself out. So I'm I'm watching that, which means I'm here. Yeah. Okay. But it's when- it's a pretty va- it's it's a it's a very ineffectual unblending. Like I definitely am over identified. Well, let's see thing. what happens if I try speaking with it. <laughs> sure. Okay. Figuring out part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, so you're the one that does the figuring out the ordering of the, the inputs that you get. Yeah. I figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. And how do you like doing that? That's a good question. I have to think about. (laughs) That's fine. Take your time. Think about how I like figuring things out, figuring out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it can be really, really tiring. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it is really fun and satisfying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. When I figure it out, when I actually do. Yeah. It's like, score. I figured it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'm good at it. Right, sure. Very, very good at it. Been doing it for a long time. Yeah. How long do you think you've been doing it for? Well, I think in some capacity, almost my whole life, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I, I, I would, I would have 
manifested very differently, obviously, sure. <laughs> at certain stages, developmental stages, right? But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I've been. There's been some process of figuring out what's going on. Yeah. For all along, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so sometimes, yes, yeah, sometimes it's sometimes it's extremely satisfying when I'm able to do it. Um. When I'm not able to do it, it's exhausting and, and, and disheartening and frustrating and panic inducing. Uh, But I, you know, I have to try. It makes sense to me that that you would have both the enjoyment of the figuring of when things get figured out and imagine that's very useful in a lot of situations. Uh And also it can, it can be overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just can't. So it's not all that, I'm not all that helpful in those circumstances. Right. But I think, yeah, go ahead. I was curious if you would say more about how it is when it's disheartening for you. Well, I was going to say that I think that, you know, together have Mm -hmm. done some work where I'm being let off the hook in those places a little bit more. So it was hard because I, I want to jump in and I want to, like, I, I, I get pretty intense about, you know, having to figure, figure it out. It feels really important sometimes, but I am kind of lately more able to recognize when uh, that's just not going to happen. And it's time to kind of let go of that idea. Yeah. So So that's kind of better. And I've heard you say a couple of times, like you have this, it feels like you have to figure it out. And it feels like being kind of driven or compelled to do that. Yeah. I have to figure out what's going on to know how to be. Yeah. And is that in response to it? Right. mm -hmm. And is that to know how to be, um, when does that come up for you? Is that like how to be with other people or is that, is it, is it is it all the time or is there a specific kind of I mean it's definitely relational it's definitely about other people but it can come up even when other people aren't actually present because if what I'm doing in any given moment involves them like later you know like okay if if whatever I'm doing in the moment is going to redound to somebody else in some other way then I, I it's still, even though they're not present with me in that moment, they're still there in the problem, right? I still have to, sure. I yeah. just still have to figure out, you know, how to get that right. Right. Yeah. Everything, everything we do has a, has an effect on others somewhere, right? Most things, yeah. most things. Yeah. And it's relieving when, when I'm actually in a situation where that's not true. The rare situation where it's just kind of me and about me. I don't have to worry about that. That's kind of a relief. Yeah. Yeah. And will you say more about your concerns or your, your fears around what might happen if you didn't know how to be? Well, I fuck it up with people, right? I get it wrong. And then that creates rejection and abandonment and all sorts of issues, problems. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you fuck it up with people. You, you, you show up in a way that 
that they don't approve of and then and then that experience of that rejection and abandonment and the, the pain around that shows up. Yeah, I like the way you put that. I show up in a way. Approve of is part of it. I think it's also like I show up in a way that hurts them in some way. Mm-hmm. Right? The sense is that if I'm not on top of figuring out what's going on, then I'm going to show up in a way that hurts somebody somehow. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. I mean, I think I understand that. I think that I'm, I think I have that same part or that same feeling even in this conversation now where I I have, I feel that kind of responsibility or I need to, I need to get it right. Yeah. Or risk hurting yeah. people. Yeah, this process is high stakes in that way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds to me like you're doing a lot to protect Rosie. Yeah. Yeah. But like you're working really hard at it. Yeah, I'm I'm busier than I think we were all realizing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm guessing you feel like she doesn't really appreciate you or appreciate that much or notice that as much as she could. I, you know, my reaction to that as the part is strange. Like, I don't think I'm looking for, I'm actually uncomfortable being discovered in this moment as being so pervasive. Like I, I, I kind of liked that I was doing this work covertly all the time. Um, because it's like, if, if we turn our attention to me, what's the end of that sentence? Um, like I just, I want to be doing this work under the radar kind of just like, not having her aware. So this has been an uncomfortable moment, this, this session of like mm. n- noticing what I'm doing, even in just the like small moment to moment, non-crisis, just getting through life. Yeah. And if it feels yeah. too uncomfortable, we can stop. And I really appreciate it. Like I really, I think it's amazing and and, and appreciate you letting me in on that no it's actually helping in terms of like approaching the session because it's giving me full permission to just be in my just be in this you know figure it out thinky part yeah and i'm actually super comfortable here (laughs) yeah yeah i got emotional a couple of minutes ago and i just kept that shit at bay Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're clearly doing something that is, has been valuable in, in protecting from those painful feelings. Well, the feelings and how they might affect somebody else. There's the, there's, there's the two things. It's, it's, it's the internal overwhelm that I can keep at bay. And then there's the not fucking it up with you. Mm -hmm. Both of those things are reasons for me to be doing my job. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I have no idea what it would be like. I mean, I'm saying that and at the same time, I'm aware again, that there are times when this is not so much in charge, but like on some level in this moment, it feels like I, I have no idea what it would be like to not be doing this all the time. Is there something that you can imagine um, that you'd rather be doing? And then figuring out what's happening all the time. Yeah. No, I mean, I think figuring out what's happening is, like I said, when it's possible and useful, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like there are moments when it's like, aha, you know, I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like to be able to use that in more of a creative way than be boxed into having to be, have it to be so protective, right? Right, right. So more, more creative, more explorative, less maybe defensive, protective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, James. I think it's very interesting. <laughs> I'm fascinated by myself. Me too. <laughs> um, how old do you think Rosie is? Oh, wow. Like, no answer. Like, well, you know, I, <laughs> because it, it's a, a part that's like figuring out what is happening right now, you know, like, I think there's an awareness. There's, a, it's, it's a, two feelings are happening. It's like an awareness of how old she is for real. And then also like a sense of total blankness around that question. Like, no idea. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And that makes sense to me to have. Does it? To, absolutely. I mean, all of those, there's, there's the, there's the right answer, right? That's, it would make sense that figuring out would be aware of that. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's no idea slash doesn't matter, um, which could be two different approaches, but you know, no idea, just, just meaning, or it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's not relevant to the job that it does. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> my, I, I actually just took pleasure in your figuring it out just now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah, uh-huh. it's so irrelevant to the job. Doesn't matter. Right, because yeah. again, the, the, um, correct me if I'm wrong. That job has been kind of its job for for so long. It's not like that. You know, it, it may have changed in the way that it does the job, but it's right. Fundamentally, that's that's the direction that it goes. Yeah, and there's just a sense of like that that this is needed no matter how old. Like this is just what's needed. So yeah, I think you're it's needed. not stuck. I think it's some... needed. <laughs> Sorry, James. <laughs> yeah, you think it's needed? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you don't have a part that does this, I don't think you do very well in the world. Absolutely. And parts don't come from nowhere. It's not like, it's not like, you know, this is some random infectious virus or something that, you know, this is, this is built into, to everyone, right? Doesn't everyone have parts that oh, yeah. order and. Well, and I'll sometimes say to my clients that, you know, infants have 
have to function. What, what, what do they have to do? They have to figure out how to get their parents to respond to them. Yeah. I mean, at first they're just doing what comes naturally. Right. But if that doesn't work, then they have to go through a process of figuring out how <laughs> some right. other way. Right? right. So even though it's not, there's no language involved, it's, you know, it's not a super cognitive, it's not a very sophisticated process. There is a process for figuring out how to get mom to come back. Mm. Right. So, ah, uh, yeah, we all have to, we all have to do this. Yeah. I have a, another question about the discomfort with, with doing, with having that job with showing up that way, um, you know, uh, out there and not, not hidden. Yeah. Being noticed as the water, Rosie uh -huh. is breathing. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I think it triggers other parts that again, like thought I, I was quote unquote further along in, in my healing that I didn't have to rely on this quite so much. And then I was, okay. you know, being more heart centered or more out of my head in life. So yes. there's kind of a disappointment or a sadness that like, yeah. oh man, I'm, I really am in this so much. Yeah. That makes sense to me. But there's also recognition of like, I mean, there's some satisfaction of figuring out that, you know, a lot of the time when I'm reacting, when my reactive parts get activated, it's because of some sense that I'm trying so hard all the time. And I, and then I, you know, have this thought that like, well, am I all the time? Is that right? Like, I'm not aware of that. I'm definitely aware of certain relationships and certain situations where I am really putting in a lot of effort to figure out what's needed and twist myself into knots to meet that need and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I'm not doing that every minute there of the day, am I? And, and suddenly it's like, well, yeah, you kind of are. I mean, this is kind of it in a way it's not a lot of effort. Like it comes pretty natural right. and it keeps, it keeps me from burning too many spoons in other ways, but yeah. it is okay. This is the effort. Like this is the ongoing effort. I'm, I am always doing this to some extent. Mm -hmm. So that helps me make sense of something. So, ah, yeah, making sense. And, and what if you could be seen by Rosie without kind of that sadness what if can you can you envision that like what that would be like if if she was able to kind of take that sadness and 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 help help heal that and just see you without the sadness I had a thought about that and then it kind of disappeared. How would it feel? Oh. I just, <sighs> James, what, what it seems like 
and I guess I'm here enough to feel like what's coming from the part for me is that, that it doesn't need that. It doesn't need it. The only thing it needs to do is figure out what's going on. Like it doesn't seem to have emotional needs. Okay. It, you know, it, as it, a, it had mentioned the sadness and, and maybe that was another part that it's trying to protect from that the sadness that comes up when it, when it feels like it's, it's being noticed. No, there's another part that's sad about the recognition of how right. pervasive this is. Right. This part is not sad. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this part is not needing much, which is part of the point. Yeah. It's it it's not a needy place except to figure it out. It's the only need it's got. Okay, I think I understand. So the part it's not you're saying that the part isn't in need of, of your you know, extra care and attention necessarily. Um no. But also it it is showing up in ways that aren't working out so well for you in yeah, I mean, I think what we identified a few minutes ago, which is that I really would like to be less defensive and, and more relaxed and creative. That's the only I think if, I, the only thing I think it needs from me. <laughs> okay. And how how could we manifest that? Can you check with the part and check with yourself? Well, you know, I mean, it points at an exile. Great that I've got, you know, that whole other cluster and maybe others, protectors standing in front of. So like, that's a long journey to that exile. And I've jumped past the protectors to try to connect with that exile 10 million times. And it's just emotionally overwhelming, you know? And I just kind of relive the pain of it and not much changes there. So I think, that's one of the reasons why I came to the session like, okay, I think we really have to slow this down and just meet yeah. whatever, you know. Do you, feel like do you feel like we're doing that now? Are we, are we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I have enjoyed this. It mm -hmm. has been very illuminating. I'm smiling and, and like almost laughing at even the language that I'm using from this part. <laughs> like I'm aware of how, thinking it is, how cognitive. Mm -hmm. um, Cause even the enjoyment is about how illuminating it's been, right? And how safe and comfortable it is for me to just be in this place. Yeah, hey, there's um, nothing wrong with that. No, I've enjoyed it. Well, and I, and it's not like nothing has come from it. I mean, I think this is an important first step to anything else that might happen is, I mean, at some point, more unblending from this part, right? Yeah. Maybe you could ask it, what is its level of trust for you to work with those other parts? Maybe just, maybe, maybe just leave it at that. What's, what's its level of trust? You know, it's interesting. Like, I don't think it has a problem with me working with other parts in theory. The, I, I, I finished your sentence in my head a little differently initially. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it trust? What is the, 
it's trusting me to unblend. And it, that was like an immediate none. I have no trust that anything good comes from us unblending. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's partly the stuckness there is less about, it's not even thinking about whether I could work with my parts because I have, mm-hmm. but I'm blending it all. It doesn't really trust that that's a good idea. It does not think that I will, I'm going to fuck up something important if it, mm-hmm. if it unblends for me. Yeah. Hmm. Although, I mean, I have started like, so we've been doing direct access, access most of the session, but uh-huh. slowly in the last like five to 10 minutes, there's been a transition five minutes or so right. to a little bit more. Um, I hear that. Yeah. So there's some unblending going on. But yeah, it holds on pretty tight. It does not think it's a good idea to mm-hmm. unblend for me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't trust me at all. Yeah. So I wonder how we would build that trust. Yeah. You just ask it. What does it need from you to trust you? To trust that you can, that it can step back and it doesn't have to vanish. You know, you've heard the analogies, the waiting room, the whatever, just to give space to do the work without it's jumping in. And if it has to jump in, that's fine too. But yeah, what would it need to trust you to do that? Well, it just seems like, this is tricky because it seems like I'm trying to figure out the words and the right words to describe this. Like, um, I mean, essentially it needs to know that my impulses are okay and good enough. Mm -hmm. Not, not perfect. And not good enough as in like skilled, although that's part of it. But like goodness, you know, like right. that there's goodness uh, and that that leads like that's what leads to good enough, um, even in a skilled based way. It just needs to know that. Again, I guess that's why it points to the exile, but it's such a catch 22 because obviously there's some part of me that doesn't know that, that, that doesn't know that I'm good or doesn't is afraid that I'm bad. Right. And um, if I could heal that then maybe this part wouldn't have to be so yeah. activated, but it doesn't trust that either. So it, it can't unblend enough for me to let me. Yeah, I see that. I see that catch 22. Yeah, it's tricky. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm appreciating why I've been so stuck, you know, cause I try to do this war work and I, you know, I have a th- another therapist and I do, I've been working really hard on all this stuff for years now. And this gives me some additional appreciation for why it's so stuck. Yes. And something that came to my mind was just creating that environment where 
It feels like your impulses are okay. <laughs> What's what, what the hell does that mean, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> um, it means it means being in a in a place that you trust. So whether that's alone or having someone you work with who you're in a space where you where you trust that you or that this part that any part can show up however impulsively however it decides to show up and that that won't hurt anyone that that will be okay um having a lot of complicated stuff come up about that mm-hmm. i mean i think the first thing that came up was that you know for the for the exile any time I, I fuck something up, it's such a deep confirmation of the, the badness. Right. Um, so there's, and, you know, fuck-ups are going to happen no matter what. I mean, I'm klutzy. Uh, you know, so I'm like around my apartment by myself and I'll do something klutzy. And I will be, there will be a huge explosion of, like, anger towards myself about these tiny little klutzy things I'll do. Um, because it's such a deep confirmation of, of something much bigger in terms of my, my not goodness. Um, and then I had this thought, I mean, you know, I, I, I had been married and, and that relationship for a while was that. You, you married your protector. No, no, no. I mean, I, I myself have, I'm divorced. Yes, no, I was just saying, it sounds to me like, and sorry if I'm jumping ahead, that that person was, was filling that role of, of that anger towards the... No, 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 no. It was a safe place. It, it, for a while, it was a place where I felt like um, most of who I was, most of my impulses were good. Sorry for making those assumptions. No, it's okay. That's all right. I wasn't being clear. And so the the loss of that, the disillusion of that marriage, the, the, the loss of that with that person kind of broke me open, really ripped open a lot of these mm-hmm. very young wounds that had been kind of I'm not sure what the word is, but bandaged over, maybe. And were you doing any therapeutic kind of work with the, with your spouse? No. I was asking only because, um, yeah, when I was talking about, you know, creating that space, um, to do the inner work, but a space again with a practitioner or in your own or by yourself, um, where the, where the figuring out parts and other parts could trust that they could show up however they need to show up and, and it would be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, and you, and you mentioned that as being an example where, where you felt that way. Yeah, just personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That reactive part that I was trying to work with a while ago was the one part that was 
that's kind of never welcome anywhere. I mean, nobody really wants to deal with that one, but you know, yeah, just personally, it was the safest I ever felt. Um, My brother creates a lot of that for me, mm-hmm. like a safeness for all the parts to show up, I guess. Um, yeah, and and the therapist I work with regularly, I think there's been some, we've developed that to a large degree. And so, and, you know, I think this this session has created some safety for that. You know, something about the permission to just stay in this cognitive part was very yeah, freeing. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. And, and uh, you know, I'm learning, so I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, show up how you are and it's, it's, we can't lose. Yeah, so I think that's insightful. Like... <sighs> Creating and noticing relative safety. It's, it's, you know, it's relative. There's no, nothing that's complete, but, and just noticing in those places how my impulses are okay. I mean, it's so hard because, you know, I under, I understand, and this part understands that, you know, you are going to make mistakes and sometimes they will cause somebody else distress or pain or sadness or whatever. So there's an inevitability to that moment, right? But when that moment happens, it just sets that exile all the way back to ground zero every time, every time. Yeah. Well, you have, so that uh... sucks. A lot of clarity around how this how your system works. Well, I, to figure it out part is very good at its job, as I have said. <laughs> good yeah. at my job. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this all I know about is IFS, so that's that's going to be kind of my answer to everything. Um, yeah. So take that with a grain of salt, but you know, that would be my, my idea of, of what's next is just to kind of keep, keep sitting with this part. I know it says that it doesn't need you in an emotional way. And I, and I believe that I could be, um, and there is that trust building. If it doesn't trust you, then there's, there's work to be done in earning its trust, um, Mm-hmm. In earning in earning that ability for it to release its grasp so that you can work in a more unblended way and go to other parts and heal them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's right. I, I agree. I'm not exactly sure what that's going to look like, but we'll just see. Notice what I notice about it. For the next few weeks. Yeah, I mean, there's this real desire to drop out of it, but I'm I'm aware that right now, just noticing it is probably all I can ask of myself. 
Yeah, it sounds like it's it sounds like it's useful. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, thanks, James. Thank you. Thanks for sharing all that and for your courage in, in doing it. And um, just a reminder that we don't have to publish anything, of course. So if that ever feels like an extra burden or an extra, uh, you know, reason why, why our work would feel unsafe, just let me know and I can unpublish and I can not publish. Yeah, and no, I appreciate it. I, I'm actually probably more comfortable with this session than I have been with any other one just because I'm, I'm less chaotic. Mm. You know, that first session was so, so every part of me was triggered for the whole session. I was just in circles with it and it was so chaotic and that kind of embarrasses some part of me, but, um, no, I mean, I, I'm comfortable with this. Okay. Well, you can always change your mind if you want. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Anything else? Any other parts have anything they want to share? I just, um, oh, I just noticing something new come up and, and that's inconvenient because we're, that moment was complete and we are clearly at the end of a session. I don't, I don't have to be at the end of a session. No, I I have a, I have, I have another hour of nothing going on. So I'm happy to talk. Well, I just, Somebody in here got really insecure because there was like, so you, you give off this kind of very sweet warmness, warmth mm-hmm. is part of your, it's part of your being. It's definitely part of how you approach this work. It's pretty consistent. And there was something I was tuning into real or imagined felt like a very subtle shift in your energy of like, maybe it would just, maybe it was just the trend, like a transitional pulling away from the session that felt like pulling away from me. I am terrible at goodbyes. Is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty embarrassed by, uh, yeah, I'm not good at it. But I never noticed this moment in the other sessions. I guess I was too chaotic to my own thing. Mm. I don't know if I've noticed it in your sessions with other people either. So it struck me like there was some way in which I felt you pulling back and it like, it panicked somebody in here. Mm. Like I wanted to repair it before we, yeah, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for bringing it to my attention. And it's, uh, I'm glad to, I'm glad to know that. I need, it's like it needed to know you still like me. I suddenly was yeah. like, "Oh, did I, I do, do or anything, I do. I say like anything you. in the session where it, I, I made you not like me?" No, I like you. And I like <laughs> I, all parts are welcome here, and I, I think I also just want to reiterate that um, whether whether or not we're even publishing or doing any of that, I, I want to work with you. So I'm I'm enjoying it, and I'm I'm. I enjoy getting to know parts and, and I'm so uncomfortable getting this reassurance from you right now. Like I'm just not, I'm just describing that that's what the part did. Like I actually, (laughs) please do not feel like you have to reassure anybody. All parts know that (laughs) this is, this is fun for me. This is, I really enjoy this. Yeah. 
I know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to say a very warm goodbye. <laughs> okay, James. I'll talk to you again soon. Have, have a wonderful day. You too. Please, please book some more time. I will do. Okay. Bye. Bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Yvonne, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube, and they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there. And give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you. <laughs>